hotfix. Shrimp cocktail. San Diego. Cake. Did you ever know that you're my hero? You're everything I wish I could be. And even though I couldn't record that live stream, you are the podcast beneath my wings. Thank you. Thank you. Thank God for you. The podcast beneath my live stream. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> One, two, three, four. Sitting on the bench. Writing's really hard. We need another snack. And that is just a fact. Oh. Hi, this is Shauna. And this is Trisha. And this is Two Girls on a Bench. The podcast. <laughs> we write on the bench. We snack on the bench. And most of all, we procrastinate on, on the, the bench. bench. Yay. Turn your mic towards your mouth. It is. It was towards your oh. cheek. You, you know it wasn't. I was cattywamp <laughs> with you're my mic. Cattywampus. So if you're new to the show, <laughs> which I have to laugh because Shauna hates it when I say that. But I just I was listening to another podcast today. Actually, they're a new they're part of the Podfix network now, Mouse and Weens. You might have listened to them before or not, but if you haven't, if you not, should. Go take a listen. <laughs> and everybody. Sisters that have a really fun podcast. So, shout out to Mouse and Weens, but um they do a great intro where they actually say like Is it better than ours? Yes. Who they are and Well, we see who we what's are. What's happening? No, but like why are we here together? How do we? We're two how girls on a bench. The podcast. That's all you need to know. Like share, boom, drop just mic. Two girls on a bench. The podcast. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep saying that. I'm not gonna explain what it means. So, so we observe the world from the virtual. But I mean, do we, we have do. To do that whole thing. I mean, that was a good start until you stopped yourself. Oh, but go ahead. So we do that without the sarcasm, or actually with a lot of sarcasm. <laughs> But what would we, uh, we've that? been friends for 28 years. We've been writing partners for almost as long. We You're don't. Like 27 of the 27 of the 28 years we've been writing together. It's like the first year. I mean, it's it's a we lot. We had a radio show the first year. So oh. let's just say 28. I mean, we did have a radio show with puppets. And that was like and right there was when we met each other. No audience. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> listened to it. Very quick decision on our part to start broadcasting together. Oh, funny. And we had a blog for a long time about our writing shenanigans, mostly about our snacks. And Was that our first year or was it the second year? Uh, I think it was the second yeah, year. Yeah, now I'm like rewriting history. We lived I together suddenly, at that point. Yeah. Cause I, so shout out to Brett Jordan. I remember him coming yes. to the station and to like dancing us. around with yes. us, like we're listening to a song. And I'm like, wait, he's a year younger than us. So that probably wasn't yeah. the first year. <laughs> So, but like he was visiting. Okay. Yes. So yeah. So no long time friendship, long time writing relationship. And this podcast is about anything we want it to be about, but mostly it's because we're procrastinating some sort of writing project we should be working on. And we're trying to bring together a community of writers with our Bench Right Club, which we will talk about Aww. today. Um, anybody <laughs> can submit to the Bench Right Club and you don't have to be a writer. You might just like to write. 
if you like to write, you are a writer. So there you go. I mean, it doesn't like what I mean. You have to be like, yeah, like we're not like published. Let me. What is a writer? Let me do a quote that might illuminate this. But are you done with like a good intro? I'm good. That was pretty good. That was good. You did a good job. I wish I had like a little applause, like sound effect, like yeah, you know. There you go. I could I could insert one, but we've started doing that a lot at work with Zoom, where we do like the <laughs> gifts that are like people like applauding Clocking. and stuff, or I do like the peanuts one where the kids are all like dancing or like applauding. I'm like I re- I can really gift the heck out of that. Okay, <laughs> here's the quote: Writers spend three years rearranging 26 letters of the alphabet. It's enough to make you lose your mind day by day. <laughs> Richard Price. Okay, so we didn't know who Richard Price was, but we had a lot of theories about a combo between Richard Pryor and Vincent Price, and then that was not right. So Richard Price is actually a novelist and screenwriter that wrote The Wanderers, Clockers, and Lush Life. He's also written for television, including The Wire, The Night Of, The Deuce. So there you go. In case you wanted to know who Richard Price was. I mean, he's a contributing writer on The Wire. That's a pretty big show, isn't it? I mean, it's over, but yeah, back when it was on. <sighs> Whatever. He's great, and he just really summed up what writing was. He which did. Which is rearranging the same 26 letters. Like, it that's is. such a good way to say it. I yeah. love it. Yeah. Okay, bye. We're done. Just kidding. <laughs> so, some of you might know or be aware that Last weekend, something amazing happened. We did a live stream <laughs> to raise money <laughs> to help find a cure for epilepsy on the same day that something else amazing happened. Something that was like a worldwide event that like the, the you know, bells of Notre Dame were ringing about or something. Right? Yeah. You know, when they. Well, no they, competition here. No competition. John Oliver said this on his show. They're like, or no, no, it was SNL where they were like, they don't even ring the bells when like. The hunchback died, like, in Paris. But when, like, the United States gets a new president, they're like, ring the bells! <laughs> yeah, it was pretty insane. Ugh, that so was a crazy day. That's not always a great day to pick your live stream. But well, well, we didn't know. We didn't. Well, no one knew. Nobody knew. And it was the actual virtual walk to end up We were here on schedule. So we're in Los Angeles, California. So, yeah, and we made about $2,500, so thank you to everyone who donated. Thank you so much to all the podcasters that came out. I have to tell you, we had so much fun, and it was such a great day. We got to, like, sort of virtually meet people who we hadn't met, like, in person or whatever before. Well, first, I just have to say thank you to Drew Hallam of Real Feels Podcast, because he was our co-host and kept in the chat and helped us test and spent hours and hours with us beforehand yes um so there were a lot of technical issues it was a little hairy no i mean drew was like eating dinner was with like us there on like you know thursday vocal. friday like yeah and then was like having drinks with us on friday and was like still there again all day saturday no thank you drew you're amazing, amazing. oh my god so insert funny. applause Funny, ah. has a good sense of humor, thank God. No, and that's I mean, what this kind of thing needs sense of humor. Do I just list out all the folks who are yes, thankful for? Yes, do a big thankfulness. Hmm. Okay, thank splurge. you. I should have like some like Jack Handy music in the background. Like, thank you, Drew Hallam, <laughs> for being there for us, even when we were doing nothing with you, except you were like <laughs> our no support mechanism. I'll put some underneath this. Okay, good. Thank you, Josh Hallmark, 
for matching all the gifts during your segment. Thank you, Josh. And also, dropping bang clues. Up new season, by the way. Just I, listen to the first episode. I mean, Josh me. dropped clues about his new season. He he brought his own like group of audience members to our live stream, and then he matched all the donations during his segment. So that was super generous. Here's our sweetheart. Thank you, Josh of True Crime Bullshit. Thank you, Mel Brooks or Melissa of Brook Reading Podcast. Oh my God, for sharing such a personal, amazing story. Such a hard story, and then from a zine for all your buttons and. <laughs> She was wearing a lot of buttons. I mean, it was it was a, a button kind of day. <laughs> it was right? definitely that but kind of kind of vibe. Thank Mel, you, Mel. Mel You're Brooks, the best. You brought it, so thank you. Um, thank you, Paul Chomo, for doing a, like a mini segment of Varmints with Lisi. Lisi's my daughter. The whole fundraiser started with her and her experience with epilepsy. Yeah, she's a fan of Varmint's podcast, which if you have a family, it's like the family friendly not true crime podcast you can listen <laughs> to about animal facts. Super fun. And he sent you guys some snacks to try that were like a weird dried fish thing. Not only did he send <laughs> snacks, my daughter basically coerced him into donating more so she would lick one of them. Oh yeah, no, she wouldn't even was, eat it. And then she was like, do you, she was like asking him questions about animals, and then she's like, if you want a hint, it's five bucks I more. Know. She was doing she good was with the hustling. fundraising. I know, yeah. I like it. She was, she was making me really happy so, with that. Paul, thank you for that. And also, you're great, Paul. If you caught Paul's segment and you want more of the Paul, you should. Um, <laughs> the Paul. There's checking the in, Paul. checking in with Chomo. Uh, there's also Pod Podfix Network. Um, Ugh. Paul is part of the Podfix Network like we are, but he also is doing a daily podcast for National Podcast Month. N- National Napod Pomo. Napod Pomo. And every day of November, Paul is, is still November. I feel like that. I feel I like we too. talked about that three months I, ago. So it was I like started last to say week. it, and then I was like, is it still November? So Paul oh is God. trying every single Campbell soup. For the month of November Nemo and Podmo. Napod Pomo. Oh my God. You can't even do it. I can't do it. So, Paul is doing that. And I mean, they're like three minute long podcasts. Just go binge all of them because it's hilarious. He's and eating all the soups. All the soups. And like, some of them are not good food. Campbell's soup. Well, some of them are a mixer. Do you know there's a cream of shrimp, Shauna? No, I didn't know that. Yeah. No, I mean, you told me already. No, when he when he pours it out and he's like it's kind of like a gelatinous gray color, <laughs> like it's just, it's incredible. So check out Paul, in his various podcasts because they are all worth it. And Do you need more bow tie is what else? Formal. Um, Do you want to shout out Kelly from Boobies and Newbies? Oh my god, so fun! You're like the best. I feel like as soon as I saw her, I was like, I feel like I've known you a hundred years. Yeah. Like she's just that kind of like fun person that you just immediately are like super comfortable around. And she like read some like racy like romance novel stuff because people were like, we're gonna donate if you read something. And thank you, Benchlings, for all being there. Also, by the way, I know, right? Jeez, you guys were there like the whole day. It was amazing. Thank you. Skipper Bob from the Creighton's Guild and his wife Alicia came on. They also had an epilepsy story in addition to just Bob. He just like hung out with us all oh, day. He just jumped in and he's so <laughs> fun and just great. And their their stories were really cool. And we talked to for them. We talked with them for a while about like theme parks and like rides we like. And that was really fun. It was so. really nostalgic and super fun. So thank you. 
Thank you, Christine Blackburn of Storyworthy and the famous improv game show Story Smash. So fun. She set up her whole wheel. She danced around. Christine never disappoints. No. And and Keith of Pop Up Filmcast came and joined us for that and uh, told his one minute story. And Dr. Shiloh, Dr. Shiloh from came in. LA Not So Confidential didn't even know what she was volunteering and for. And she won. And she won. <laughs> And Edgar, your husband, even came on and told a drunk tank story. So that was fabulous. Yeah. Thank you, Christine. Got a drunk tank All the story. contestants, amazing. Then, speaking of Dr. Shiloh and Dr. Scott from LA, not so confidential, they came on. That was amazing to like meet them. It virtually. was so fun to meet them. Sort of. Well, we had already been talking to Dr. Shiloh slash, you know, contestant on Story Smash before that. But um, they're so great. They're so professional. <laughs> they're so organized. They're so like on topic. They're like the opposite opposite of us. Yeah. They're well. I mean, and they are like you know, legit forensic psychologists so they like know what they're talking about so they've got live streams on get vocal and their podcast so check them out if you haven't especially if you like true crime because they really oh, get into the behind so the scenes um who else uh sean what does it matter podcast and oh pitney God. and amelia's bitchin boutique pitney and amelia and sean <laughs> that's like what was they had hilarious. an hour to get together and I mean, I they had, talked about this ugh. John Stamos movie and they had like VHS copies of it. They were holding up and like they and Sean, by the way, just jumped in a lot and was hilarious and played his guitar. I don't know. At the end of the night when Sean was just riffing on the guitar, no oh. matter what we threw at him, he could play. We could have just stayed on for like three hours doing that. At that point, we were all it was yeah, just very was like play some Bon Jovi. <laughs> Come on. And he's like, got it. And we we're just like, wow, this is really fun. Uh, Best. Go ahead, you do this one. I'm sorry, it's like all so far away. Okay, so Molly McAleer from Mother May I Sleep With podcast. So funny, so much fun. Thank you so much, Molls, for joining us. We like love her. She's like a a new friend we've made the last couple of years. And or maybe do we just meet her this year? It's that long year where I can't tell it how was, long it's been. It was this year because I had my foot in a boot at that point. My See, it's so hard. How to many know. boots has my foot been in? <laughs> It's kind of like I said, boobs, huh? <laughs> it did. I'm just going to move forward from that. All right. Anyway, Molly was amazing. Molly's and we, we did some fun little quizzes with her and had a good time. And thank you so much for joining yeah, us. Yeah, we really appreciate your time. And, and let me tell you, if you are not listening to Mother May I Sleep With podcast and you are a fan of Lifetime movies, you need to get your priorities straight. Or even if you aren't. You can breeze through a few by Seriously? listening to the tour show. Yes. It's so fun. I like one time I was going to watch one and I was like, wait, I already heard an episode of Mother May I Sleep With podcast. I feel like I watched this movie, so I'm going to watch a different one. Yeah. No, it's Because I was like, oh, I feel like I know everything about it now. I don't you know what I'm it is. To watch it. It's the way to listen to Lifetime movies. And Malls, you can have this tagline. It's a way to listen to Lifetime movies on your commute. Ooh, right you yeah. can actually Take hear that. a whole movie half on the way to work or half on the way back or whatever and you'll laugh and you'll cry you probably won't cry All the mostly laugh yeah. <laughs> um tof from this week today and also from Podfix network came on and hung out with our bench lean friend brett jordan and it was drew drew brett and jordan and jumped in I don't hammer know jumped it was in then... at some point yeah. like guys i mean comedy gold the wine Mad Libs alone were perfect. <laughs> the, we did wine Mad Libs and then we were all just like couldn't come up with anything and we we're just like 
mostly Stephanie Hammer was like pretty much doing chat. everything in the chat. Yeah. We're, We're like, all, what, what did she say? Adverb. Yeah, <laughs> it was fabulous. And then we ended the night. Uh, well, we ended the night with stuff after that. But Nick <laughs> from Mr. Nikolai's Kitchen came on and we made a live bruschetta dessert bruschetta with uh, not alive <laughs> it was it was not alive but we made it live and it was uh angel food cake with uh berries and like a mint oh God, garnish so delicious super yummy and nick that was super fun and, and it looks just like regular bruschetta that was too. what was cool about like it like if you're just glancing at it from like a dis- yeah not even a distance like close up and then you're like it's a dessert yeah, one. it was delicious and i enjoyed more of it the next day as did my children so good thank so you, thank nick, you thank you thank you everybody and then we closed it out with drew and sean and bob Bob and my Bob sister and, yeah. and <laughs> everybody like, was jumping anyone on anyone who wanted to come in at that point was like that's when the Bon Jovi party came out. It city was really we had like at that point we had some champagne and everybody got a little more fun everybody and we started celebrating like drinks, the yeah. political reasons for celebrating that day and uh continuing yeah so to celebrate that. there was a big thing that happened and <laughs> if you were perhaps a more conservative bench listener, which I'm, I'm not sure if there is one. I don't know if there are not any normally, at this point. I, We normally don't mix the political on the bench, but just this once, if you want to skip ahead like 30 seconds, we were really fucking happy. So happy. <laughs> that the results turned out the way that they did, and uh, everyone was really distracted with that, which we totally understand. Of course. Because it was like a big deal, and we are just very appreciative that people voted and... The yes. votes were counted. And, and that voices were heard. Yeah. So, and also, we really enjoyed SNL that night. And, <laughs> of course, yes. my favorite, Dave Grohl, was a musical and guest. your friend, what? your friend you've met several times, or seen, sorry. Yeah, he's, into. like, my, like, weird, like, distant brother and or I saw something. him at Adobe Max last year, too. He spoke with, um, he's he everywhere. spoke, and, like, Billie Eilish was there, and, like, I was like, oh, my God, it's Shauna's buddy. He is, like, everywhere. I just couldn't. I was, like, I, like, was texting you when I got home, and I was, like, watching it on my phone, like, falling asleep. And I was, Me like, too. I can't believe Dave I was, like, passing it. I was, like, trying to wait till the music section, like, passing out, <laughs> watching uh, Chappelle. But anyways. Um, okay, so enough political talk. That was guys, very exciting. But, you know. Thank you so much, everybody who came and joined in. Huge um, We owe lots of folks uh, presents for their donations for all the fun raffles we had throughout. So those will be coming in the mail in the next couple weeks. And, um, yeah, like, we just really appreciate everybody supporting us. This was our first time. And it was probably a little obvious by, like, I don't know, the technical um the test you saw live the, on facebook the on accident was maybe not what we wanted it to be it's okay at all it's okay but next time we have bigger plans just you wait yeah i mean now i've met all these different people too who are like i'll hook you up with x platform <laughs> next time they're all we were just talking to this. one and they're like yeah. this is what you should use next time we're like no uh, shit. Uh, but it's anyway. okay it's okay because we gotta learn so we can grow and that's just right the story of my life <laughs> next year better bigger longer get ready uncut wait what <laughs> i don't know what happened just now okay we so, have a big show for you guys today we got a great show tonight <laughs> shauna leah gilbert's here should we make this more like the snl monologue where we're like musical guest trisha marsak on the kazoo 
Yes. Shauna on the spoons. I don't know. We might need to do like a special like December SNL spoof or something. I mean. I mean, I have some ready. skit ideas I was telling you we about. Do, no, I mean, we could. <laughs> you guys, I, I don't want to move to New York and I don't want to work day and night like they have to on SNL because I'm just too old for that now and I'm family. But <laughs> if you need like one great idea, we'll give you like 10 and you'll probably get like one good one out of it, which is kind of how they work anyway, That's right? like what, I mean, that sounds like fun. It's fun. I write them in my head all the time. Well, that would have been better if, and I'm like rewriting the sketch to like be shorter. I showed my daughter the Californians the other night. She's 10. It's really important. On the bench. And she was just like, oh my God, like we're taking the 101 (laughs) to the Malibu Canyon and then we're going to take Canaan to the beach. Oh my God, this time of day. That was pretty funny. All right. With that, we're going to move on to our snack. And thank you, thank you, thank you. We can't thank you enough, obviously. Thank you. Thank you. Give me that snack book! All right, snack book. So this is like a leftover snack book. It was Shauna's daughter's birthday recently, and so we had a backyard greeting situation yesterday where they yes. came over and we hung out and I made a cake. So Trish and I just just for like COVID safety we only hang out with each other. Like we really don't see, aside from like the people I see at the grocery store when I'm wearing a mask and everything like I really don't go anywhere neither do you. <laughs> and so we're really sort of like we're the only people we're kind of exposed to. We're monogamous Yeah. It, we don't <laughs> we don't go around willy nilly with everyone <laughs> around the town. It just us. So to get our two families together is hopefully fairly safe. I don't know. Knock on wood. <laughs> we're literally coming from down the street. I so know. we were just here for a couple hours. We we're all outdoors. And um, my, it was my daughter's 14th birthday earlier in the week. But we always, all she ever wants is for Tia, which is what she calls Trisha, Me. to make her a cake. That's, yes. all, that's what she always wants because Trisha makes the cakes for my children's birthdays. I do. I don't. And over the years, <laughs> I have learned, okay, so I've made like some Pinterest things you wouldn't think you'd ever make, like the cake with the candy on the oh, outside. Oh, with the Kit Kats. The Kit Kats and the amazing. M&Ms. I've made that twice for your son. Yeah. And then, because um, he you wanted it, it again. You made it first for Edgar. Oh, as a then, surprise. And then, and then he, I made it and for And he was like Alan. losing his mind over it. Yeah. So that was like a picture I saw someone do, and I was like, I want to try that. And so, and you did a cool like tie dye one for Griselda. I did. Um, right. Last year, I did all the colors. I I also made it from scratch, and I did a gluten free cake, which I had never which done before. Great, I always this, did like a box cake. This last one you made was ridiculously well, that's, good. And that's where making a scratch cake like gets me, because I can make a box cake and throw instant pudding in it, which is the secret recipe. Let me just tell so you, everybody, good. this cake we were like gonna like. You guys all were gonna. We die. were gonna die. We were like, <laughs> "What's wrong? This cake is so is so moist." I know you know. And you the, hate that very word. flavorful. No, but it wasn't dry at all because cake can be dry. Yeah, like of and it, it was can. completely not dry, and it was so good. And she decorated it with the Jack Skellington face, which that was my daughter Lucy's loved. Idea. Well, it just. What I love about it is it showed how much you guys know her. Yeah. Like that you know what like it's important for her. No, because I was gonna text you and be like, what kind of cake does she want? And last year we didn't I didn't do a theme. I just did she had been dyeing her hair like turquoise and purple and yellow and all these colors. And so the cake was like tie dye. And then the frosting there was like 
gr- like purple on the inside and then green on the outside and then i use cool like colors cake. to make her like age and, and the, the year thing. before you did like a strawberry one that was right after we yes. had evacuated from the fires so every year trish was making cakes i bought her a cake carrier so she yeah. could bring a cake no, to my house. last year after i did the two kids birthdays we live really head. close to each other but i was like shauna i drive to your house which is like you know, down the street. My husband drives. I'm holding the cake on a plate. No, no, it's so dangerous. In my lap. Like, if we have any fast stop, the cake will be no, gone. No, like, rabbit jutting so out for in front Christmas, of you. Which happens a lot where we live. Oh, my God. So, Shauna got me the best, like, cake carrier thing, it's which I love. I love it so much. And I used it for my daughter's birthday this July. I made a Totoro cake. We'll have to put pictures of these on um, Instagram. As like a Totoro was a step wanna, up. That yeah. was a step. So Totoro led to Jack Skellington because now all of a sudden it was like you can do a face of somebody that she likes, and I was like Rick and Morty. I don't know the character. I don't know the show or whatever. That would have been harder. Lisey said Jack Skellington, and I was like, Oh my god, it's like a she white. She has like cake a life size Jack Skellington in with her like, room. Like, well, Lisey knows. Yeah, Lisey told that. me that, and like, She's a that, dark. that's her husband. She said. She says, mm-hmm. so uh, I was like, "Can I find Black Frosting?" And yes, you can. yes, you can. And uh, Lisi actually made the face, which I was like hovering over her. I had to like walk out of the room because she was like so nervous. And I was like, "You do it." I was like, "You're not gonna mess it up. It'll be fine." I so wanted to draw that face on though. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. I'm such a perfectionist. So you know how like I'm mean. <laughs> I'm a like, perfectionist. Trisha is like. I'm a little bit a perfectionist. She's like, like on it, bit. you know, where like she's like, if especially you, with the big here's stuff. Here's the thing. But you got that from your mom. But I didn't have an alternative idea. I, <laughs> I frosted this white cake and it was perfect. The cake was perfect. The frosting came out great. I got it all smooth, which is hard to do with like a, I'm just using like a whipped frosting from yeah. a jar or whatever. And then you add black on top of it. If you mess that up. Okay, your cake is gray. You cannot erase it. (laughs) You'll have to mix it in and then you're So my best idea was. Although she probably would have liked that too. My best idea was if we effed up the, uh, fucked up the black frosting. Fucked up, which is basically like a stick face, which is just eyes and like like a a big big smile. Mouth with like little stitches in it. But it's so simple that I wanted to draw it because I knew I could do that pretty well, right? Lisa did great. She wanted to do it. it I did the perfect. I did the eyes. She filled them in, and then she did the nose. And we had to, like use like a little toothpick to like fix them. And then she did the smile. And I left the room because I was just like, I'm I'm so nervous right now. The black frosting, <laughs> the control of the black frosting out of the tube, and like on the white cake, and the eyes were good. And like it was, I was just you like, were I have to walk away. So funny. And it came out great. It looked beautiful. Amazing. She and did a great job and now she feels no, and my daughter was so confident. happy. She like saw it and she screamed was so surprised. Like, and she's very She you was know. trying to pretend like she didn't know we were coming out with a cake. Or like she's like She's whatever. all like on her phone, like, Oh, I'm so cool because I'm fourteen, <laughs> like whatever. And I was like, Griselda and she like wouldn't look up and I was like, Okay, whatever and then we're she's like, all happy birthday. And she finally like glanced up and then she screamed. Yeah. Which was adorable. She's very so, loud. She um, loved it. No. She had a really hard year. As did everyone. She had probably an exceptionally hard year no, for various reasons. If so people it was had really a hard nice. year, your kids had the worst year. They had a it was like times ten, you yeah. know. And so it was nice for her to just have like something normal, like 
a cake for your birthday right. and like it was cute we did a candle on the side we did yeah Trisha was gonna put a candle on the cake I and forgot. i was like we're not supposed to do that anymore i'm like why Shana? i'm all i was like because it'll ruin his face like i i didn't get it at first and then i'm like oh yeah it t- and i had I, like it kind of took a long time it took to a few minutes it, it took like an hour <laughs> took an hour it felt really at least like longer than i was like though. huh <laughs> I have no idea. You're like the person that washes the groceries when they come in, but you're like, spit on a cake? Sure. <laughs> no problem. That everyone's going to eat? <laughs> Just spit all over it. Out of your motorboat. Your perfect, your perfect, <laughs> <laughs> my perfect Jack Skellington face. Oh, oh my sorry. God. I my microphone. We do have a snack, even though we talked about Oh, we about haven't cake talked about the snack. Time. Well, so I got. So it's leftovers. I tried to buy everything is. I knew her daughter liked. So one of the. It, those things is nacho cheese and chips and then i got a thing of shrimp at the grocery store but i didn't realize it was frozen (laughs) so i took it out to serve it to everybody and um it was like a ring of frozen shrimp together frozen and then i said to trisha in the kitchen just save it we'll eat it tomorrow she did she like whispered i did Um, i'll just put it back in the fridge we'll eat it i'm coming over tomorrow i'll eat it with you (laughs) i'm eating one right now so we're eating the shrimp shrimp now shrimp cocktail is delicious and if you're on weight watchers shrimp is like zero points so there you go so i'm eating like 800 of them no i mean you can't because it's nothing the end so yeah, that was our snack, leftover snack book, and, and we're eating some cheese. Did you say chips and chips cheese? Chips and nacho cheese, and the like, queso. I got like a chocolate thing, but I don't feel like eating it right now, so we'll do that next time. We'll save it if I don't eat it when you're gone. <laughs> Maybe I'll try one before I leave. Okay, I'm drinking some wine. What a surprise! Not yeah. surprised. Anyway, shrimp cocktail. It's like one of our favorite. It's just. I remember when I started liking it, I was about Lisey's age, about 10. We went to Florida. We used to go there for the summers from Missouri. And we'd drive down there and get like a condo and stay, like a, a beach situation, right? Oh, I didn't know you guys did that. Yeah. Like we did Sweet. it like twice. It wasn't like every, it sounds like I did it. I like I summered in Florida. <laughs> like it, it was like twice. But anyways, it, it had an impact on me. Because my parents would get peel and eat shrimp from like the docks. They would like go, they wouldn't like go to like a fancy restaurant. They would like go buy it from like the fishmonger or whatever. It's so much better though, usually. So they get the peel and eat shrimp, and you you did have to peel the little shell off, and then you would dip it in the cocktail sauce. And I was like, forever. I was like, grouse, grouse, grouse. And I'm sure my parents were like, fine, whatever. Yeah, they're all more more for me. Yeah, (laughs) more for me. So then finally I tried it. Like for reals. And I was like, oh my God, that's You're like, I've missed out on like two years of this. Right? It was like when we lived. I mean, I grew up, right? (laughs) I know. How long have I been alive? (laughs) It's like when we were living in Indiana and I didn't really like avocado or guacamole. Avocados or guacamole. I was not interested in it at all. It was like weird green dip. Well, because it probably was like not really like real avocado ish. No, it was like some sort of weird green dip from the grocery store. Yeah. Like, so Mostly sour cream. we move out here and my aunt Christy makes like guacamole and like from like real avocados in California where like we grow them in my backyard. <laughs> and um, I try it and I'm like, I was like 12 and a half and I was like, oh my God, like this guacamole is amazing. is amazing. And so, and I love avocados and that was like the first real food my babies ate. Oh my God. <laughs> we still joke because when Lucy was little, she'd be like, avocado. Because she couldn't yeah. even like talk, but she could say like avocado. She, she's <laughs> she's to all this avocado. Day, <laughs> she will eat a whole avocado, like just like 
boom. Both of them. It's so if I'm worried they're not getting enough like healthy fats, I'm like have an avocado, and they're like clump done. So So. good. Anyway, so this has been food chat by Trisha's childhood. I always liked shrimp, but I always liked a breaded shrimp when I was a kid. I did. I like popcorn shrimp, or just like a breaded. You know. No. You know what I'm saying? No. I'm saying I liked it. You've already talked about what you (laughs) liked. You're all no. I'm all no. You weren't there. No, I, I was by it. myself when I was a kid. <laughs> Understand you. No, we would go to Bob's Big Boy yes. and I would always get fried shrimp. And Which is I like loved it when I was little even. Bob's I loved Big it. Boy, a renowned seafood restaurant. Okay, but I still <laughs> ate shrimp when I was a child. They're and known our- for their shrimp at Bob's Big okay. Boy's hamburgers. <laughs> Look. We also used to go visit my grandma, who strangely lived in the town next to the town we live in now, and it seemed so far away when I was a kid. Right? She yeah. lived in Camarillo. Yeah. And we would go out to, like, that was Port like a Wainini big drive. To, to a seafood funny. restaurant, and she would always get... This is so funny. This is, like, the family seafood story. Family shrimp story. She would always get crab louie. We'd, it was, like, a thing. We'd always do it. I'd always get clam chowder, of course. Yum. And then I would get fried shrimp. Like, that what was, like, my get? jam. My dad always ate swordfish. Uh, my, my dad loved swordfish. Yeah, he would always get swordfish. And I always try, like, a bite of it. And it was, like, uh. For some reason, he loved swordfish. And my then I don't know too. what my mom would get. She was, like, kind of, like, she'd change it every time. Yeah. Like, she's not what I, Like, I'd always get the same my thing. My mom would always start with crab cakes. And then move on to something like my new. mom would maybe have like, some shrimp try or a maybe salmon have something or try else. This. Yeah, yeah, she's kind of like all over the board, but like the rest of us were like very regimented. We always got the same thing. So when I was a kid, we go to San Diego all the time, and there was a fish restaurant. San we Diego. Go to. <laughs> San Diego. <laughs> I was like, is that name of a restaurant in Indiana? Just kidding. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, what is that? We go to. <laughs> Anthony's Wharf or Anthony's. Oh, yeah, that's like the big famous place, right? Like in San It was Diego. like a big fancy. In San Diego. <laughs> in <Sorry>. San Diego. <laughs> and my dad would get swordfish. My mom would start with a crab cake and then like move on. To, we would get like, we were like more adventurous then, but she would always like the crab cake appetizer or whatever. Like, she, or she'd get that just for dinner. She'd order the whole appetizer just for her dinner, <laughs> which was a very smart thing to do. It is. I mean, especially if it's a crab cake we're that's like not that. breaded. If it's, yeah. I mean, if it's not super breaded, if it's, it's like, like lumpy, big old yeah. pieces of crab, then it's like I worth want it. that right now. No, but we're like that. We like a lot of small plates. Yeah. Small, small, tiny snacks, not quite a meal. I don't know. I just found a picture of me and Trisha's 40th birthday, or it was <laughs> your 40th birthday, technically, and we we're at the lobster restaurant that's, like, so cool and old school with, like, booths and, like... In, like, in the valley. Yeah, in the valley. Um, Delmonico's, I think, <clears throat> yes, is the place. Yes, that's what it is. Yeah, they have, like, a brunch we've never been to. Yeah, and but the, they have these cool, like old school like booths you know with like a mirror and they're all like like, the 40s or something yeah it's so fun and so i I found all these pictures popped up on my phone and i was like and there's all these pictures of like lobster champagne lobster tail or what i don't know we went all out because it was a birthday but like yeah it was after that we went and sang karaoke for the first time together we went to a shitty bowling alley after we went to a fancy dinner because that's how we are it was perfect and we had the flask of vodka by the time we got up there to sing, it was like we were, one in the morning. We were wasted. And there were a bunch of kids from like Glee <laughs> doing karaoke. No, do you remember we did that thing where we like went up to like this girl that had sang like Janice Joplin? And right. I was like, Oh, you're so good. And I was like, 
you're amazing. She's you like, should really like sing more. And then Trish was like, you are Janis Joplin. And we were just like all stupid. And she was like, thanks, guys. We were super drunk. And she was just like, you guys are like drunk old people right now. Yeah. Like talking drunk to Drunk 40-year-olds talking to like a 20-year-old yeah. about how she she's like, good. go away. Oh, I come nice. here every week. <laughs> Where have you I'm been? here all week. And you guys were not good. And you did not sound like Janis Joplin. <laughs> well, we weren't singing Janis okay. Joplin well, to be to our credit. Even if we were, <laughs> we couldn't have followed her A. And B, we wanted to sing the Proclaimers, I Will Walk 500 Miles because or 5,000 Miles. not or, a song that you really need to be able to sing. Right. Okay, the, Trisha can sing. I would walk five. Yeah, it's just fun. They did not have yeah. that song. And so we panicked and we chose Gloria Estevan's Turn the Beat Around, which is our montage song in our heads. Yeah. That is a very high song. No, not only that, it's so fast. It's really fast. And it's we like, re- turn up, turn up, turn up, turn up, Like, And like, we were not prepared at all. And apparently we also didn't really know the words nope. except for turn the beat. <laughs> <Not really laughs> the only thing that saved us was that Shauna was dancing. I just kept dancing. And there's a around. video somewhere. Oh, we need to put that on our Patreon, dude. Mm, okay, yeah, people pay it's to see it. It's been long enough. It's been people a couple need to years. Pay. Like, no, but that's... people can say. I think we could safely put it there, and no one will ever see it. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. To Patreon. No, when we started out, people were like, "Yeah, yeah," and then it was like, "Oh, no," because we we brought we it, it strong. We brought it beginning. with style. We had style and flair and flair. Shauna dressed me that night. I like had a cute shirt. It was great. A good necklace. Shot. We were wearing these long dresses. Like it was yeah, great. We were very stylish. We looked good. Shauna was like doing like the mar- mariachi. What is it? The cha-cha. <laughs> the mariachi. <laughs> the mamba. Mambo. What I are you doing? I don't know. Some kind of around. dance, like some <laughs> kind of cha-cha, like dance. Sorry, that's the mariachi. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to show me the mariachi. <laughs> the funny thing is, Trisha actually knows a lot about like Mexican culture, I and do has actually like, been totally. to the Plaza Mariachi oh in Guadalajara. But I that, just like the wrong word came no, out. Maybe merengue oh, is what merengue. <laughs> that is what I was thinking. Oh my god, that was awesome. Though. Oh, that's Everyone never gonna go you. away. Forgive Everyone me. forgives you because you mostly do that I just want your mom. I want your mom to forgive me. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, fine. okay. So yeah, so that that happened. My wedding. I you did. You just you can confuse. It was, it was mix cool. it all together. <laughs> in a big anyway we, yeah we started out strong ended maybe not as strong and then just then we just burned crashed then and we burned. just went home because we it were was just like two in the morning really drunk like eagle rock i don't then know we where the felt hell we were horrible the next day but it was worth it it was worth it we were 40 40 okay let's so. go on to our very important announcement about right club <laughs> <laughs> About Mariachi. <laughs> San Diego. I was like, was that a restaurant in Indiana? I was like so confused. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, everybody. Oh, my God. This is God. like an outtake, but we'll probably just leave it in because this is just that kind of 
after you do a live stream all day, like everything feels weird I mean, after that. It took me that. like four days to recover. No, from I that. was like jacked up <laughs> after it. I was. I feel like I was really stressed about it. As were we you, were, even more because yeah. you were doing this. So it felt like a really weird release when it was yeah, over. But then it was like exhaustion, and yeah. then it was also the election, I like sleep and then we had to just go to work, and it yeah. was like, oh my god. <laughs> And then it was like my daughter's birthday, and I was just like, "It was your daughter's birthday a couple days later, yeah, like two like, days later." I oh was my like, god! And then I was like, "Trisha, we're gonna come to your house and have a party. You decorate, <laughs> make all the food, and make the cake." <laughs> and I was like, "I'm here for you. Yeah, we'll do it. You're the best." Okay, right click. Write <laughs> <laughs> it, bitch. Right club. club. All right. So just a little bit of announcements first. Okay. Brett Jordan, who is a benchling and was on our live stream randomly. Thank you, Brett. Um, was also a Patreon. Is our Patreon? Sorry, Brett. I'm totally fucking this up right now. <laughs> but he gets to pick a right club for us. Yes. And so he sent me the right club. So I'm going to announce that. We're going to make this do super fast. So you're listening to this now. It Get is on it. Get it going. Tuesday the 17th. And we want this due by the morning of the 22nd. Because we're going to record the November afternoon. 22nd. November 22nd. So one week. Get this done. Because we want this right club to come out right before Thanksgiving. So right, right, right. Get ready. Get ready. Get your turkey <clears throat> ready. Number two. We may be taking a little bit of time off in December. I mean, God knows we took some off in the summer accidentally. We, we did take a, an extended quarantine break for no reason at all. It's just the holidays. Fires also, we're exhausted things. and as everyone is. And so we just need a small break. It's just, just it's a, a lot. Break. But like there's not a lot going on, but it's still a lot. And I know you know what that means. Yeah. Dear listener. No, it's like, well, because thank, I mean, thankfully, not thankfully, there's not a lot of like travel or anything like that going on right now, but it's just like the exhaustion of living and being and like working and it's just a lot. And we want to come like charged for the new year, like with some energy, not like <clears throat> we're still crawling our way to like. So I do have a couple little podcasts that we've been working on on the side and I think I might put a little sampler out in December just to see if you like it. So one of them is, is about us being on a diet and the other woo yay, yay! and the other one is about <laughs> Shauna still hasn't found what she's reaching for. Awful. Oh, wow. It's a noise maker. Happy it's New Year. party time. And it was the first thing I, I can't <clears throat> find so in news right now. the other podcast we've been working on and talking about for a while is one about every single episode of I Love Lucy from the very beginning. And just like a quick podcast about what the episode's about, what we thought about it. Why we love it. Because we love them all. Exactly. And um, so those are two little samples I'm hoping to put together for you over December. So... We'll still be around because I'm going to hopefully be on Pop-Up Filmcast for their 12 days of Pop-Up. They do every year or have done for the last couple of years where they do a fun like mock movie scenario on their show, like a mini-sode. And 
<clears throat> the other place that you can find us is on the Podfix Presents Podfix uh, feed for iTunes or Spotify or whatever. If you just search Podfix, it comes up. And we are involved in new Pod Pomo and all the shows in the network. I think there's like 20 of us now are doing um, quick little like 15-minute episodes with different BuzzFeed articles. So we're featured on two of those. Plus, we did an interview with Toph from This Week Today. It came out last week. I tweeted about it. It's so good, you guys. It's really funny. Well, it's... I mean, we're all... It's so good because it's us. It's funny. So good. It's funny because... Well, Toph is really funny, and it's just a funny... You get a whole story of our lives, which yeah. I, don't, I didn't realize until I listened to it that that no, was kind of what we did. It's kind of perfect. <laughs> and uh, Pod 6 is where one Pod Fix show interviews another and asks about six questions. So... Or actually it seems six like questions. seems like 100 questions But it was only talking. six. I'm just but, kidding. No, but it's great. And so we're going to be interviewing for December. We're interviewing Lisa and Sam of I Shake My Head. So that will be coming out in December, too. Girl so power. we may be gone, but we won't be gone. We you know what I mean? We won't be far from your heart. <laughs> so on with the right club. Do you want to read it? Because I just talked a lot. Did you? I, I mean, I feel like I did, but there it is. Okay. So this is the writing prompt. Brought to you by Brett Jordan, a benchling of much distinction. Okay. This is the writing prompt. Include the following phrase. That is not how you cook a turkey in your 250-word story. Or as we say, three minutes or whatever conglomeration of those things happen. So the writing prompt is to include the phrase that is not how you cook a turkey which i love I love and it i already can't wait to do it <laughs> me too brett we love that one and brett never follows the three minute rule but he does follow the 250 word rule. yeah so i think so that's why he said that that yeah. works for us as long as it's not like you know an essay i don't want a book about how not to cook a turkey short and sweet guys call the butterball line you guys okay <laughs> can we call the butterball line like that would be fun Ooh. What will we ask them and will they tell us? I've never called the butterball line, have you? I no. know how to make a turkey, so do you. I do. We learned early on. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure why or how. We just we were just into learning how to do all the big stuff. Like when we were younger, yeah. like in our twenties, we're like, we're gonna learn how to like make tamales. We're gonna learn how to like, roast a turkey, yeah. or roast a chicken and like Yeah. I don't know. Make we were lasagna, just, like we whatever were, like, our moms did yeah, when we were kids. Or just like the big staples, yeah. right? Like a roast. I don't know. Like it like this that? sounds very American. Like we really hit it all. <laughs> and the smallies. But we should make tamales because the other day Alan, my son, was like, We were talking about tamales and and Eckers like, Do you want to make them? And I'm like, Me and Tia have made them like a bunch of times. And yeah. he's like, Maybe we should make them. And I was like, Maybe we should. Like Let's we don't have do shit it. to do. We haven't done it in forever. <laughs> we should do it. We don't have shit to do, but yeah, we're so tired. No, but it's just like that thing where you're like, Well, you're not going to really go anywhere. There's no like big things. So it's like, it's kind of fun to stay at home and well, just we like discovered whip out a bunch of, of tamales. Instead like, of lard, we would use, we used butter and it was like so good. We used butter or we used like Crisco, like Right. But we vegetable. like the thing that won, I thought when we did all of that, like I think it was the butter. It was the butter. Cause I had that book by that lady that used butter. I went yeah. to like, okay, back when there was the book, the cookbooks. No, the, <laughs> Yeah. yeah, back when there were cookbooks. There still are. No, the um, like LA Times like book fair thing that they used oh, to yeah. have. Remember? They book- still have that. No, they don't anymore. 
they used to have it it like went away and now nothing public ever happens but it was like the la times book but then the la times maybe i don't know i'm i I don't want to mess up the history but it used to be at ucla and the la times did it and then it like went away and then like nobody did it and then like i don't know what happened but it was a big thing where like authors would come and like autograph their books and like do Mm. readings and they'd have like stages and so one of them was this lady that had written this book about how to make tamales and she like was making them there on the stage too and talking about it and her family and like whatever and so i had her book and then I had learned from my family, maybe we should just do a whole tamale episode. Yes. <laughs> yes. Let's do it. Sounds fun, huh? Now I feel kind of committed like we I'm have to. I'm there for that. Mm-hmm. But I think we can do it. <clears throat> like I was trying to sneak a shrimp while you were talking. It's Sorry. all about like how Trish is like the baker. Like my kids are just like, where's your cake? Where's your cookies? Like what's going on? They're not cookies. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> no, Christmas cookies are like famous. But then it's like, well, what else? And it's like, apparently I make good salads, which makes it sound like I'm some sort of petite flower. But like, I just like making good salads, I guess. You do I don't make, know. You, you are a good cook, though. There was a while when I, I feel like it was. When I first had my daughter, I would come to your house to like work on our in the blog, blog, we cook. and your yeah. husband be at work still, and I you'd have dinner cooking when I walked in, and it was so amazing. <laughs> I was like <laughs> being married to the most wonderful wife that like had like dinner. It was always different. It wasn't like we always had pasta or something. It was yeah. like always like a, that was a new recipe. The, that was or, like back in the young sort of almost single days. You were like mincing garlic and shit. Like it was amazing. I do like to cook. And so Trisha and I have done this tamale thing. We also made a short film about oh. tamales. God, I wish we could we find get, that. We can find it. I don't know where it's it is. It's on your computer. Yeah, we got to go. Okay, no, I don't know. My phone, oh. my, my watch was buzzing. <laughs> You're looking at it. I'm like, no, because it was go. like, jay, jay. time is up. I don't know what's happening. Okay, I'm sorry. We're like way sidetracked. It's all good. Get back to the turkey and do the writing prompt, everybody. Yes. yes, and we will. So get that into us by the 22nd, by like, I don't know, 12 noon Pacific. Does that give you enough time, Hammer? <laughs> Just kidding. I didn't mean Damn. to call you out. It sounded so mean when you said it, and she didn't mean it mean. I, didn't, I was really being very funny. Nice. I'm actually a very nice person. Thank you for, um, by the way, like all the people that just, I just have to thank again. Like, yes. Our no, benchlings, like Kayla and Hammer and Brett and also, oh my gosh, I just forgot her name. Your friend from the Epilepsy Foundation. That oh, came. Lori yeah. Bonfiglio. She yes. jumped on in the beginning for a minute yep. and said hi and, and, and gave us a bunch of prizes yeah. and like it a just, bunch of shirts and bracelets. And it was so fun to have really everybody awesome. there. Kelly from Boobies and Newbies was on for yeah. like a lot the of the very beginning. beginning. Yeah. yeah. So I just no. want to say thank you because like it, those things, especially the first time you do them, like you don't really know what's going to happen. It really helps to just see a familiar like face in the chat and you're like, oh my God, thank you. <laughs> Thank you for being here, Sean or Nick or whoever. Like you yeah. guys, like really, Bob. Like you made a huge difference for us, and w- your support is just like it's incredible, and just inspires us to do better next time. Yeah, and ask for more help in the future. We will do good. Yes. All right, everybody. So, thank you so much for everything. Thank you. I raise a shrimp cocktail to all of you. Cheers. All right. Keep writing. Keep snacking. Goodbye. Bye. 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 This has been a transmission of the Podfix Network. For more about this show and other great Podfix programs, go to podfixnetwork.com. 
shrimp cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even do it again. I can't.